Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hey, everybody. Rev here. Uh, I am alone in the studio today because, well, as you can imagine, we are observing the quarantine. Uh, We are trying to do our best to make sure that we stay away from one another as much as possible uh, and as sad as it makes us. Um, I wanted to take a moment while I've got you here just to thank you for everyone who is still sending us messages, wishing us and our families well and hoping that we can still put on the show. They have extended the quarantine, but I will say that we actually got a decent chunk ahead. So while our goal is to not have to record from distance because uh, we just don't have all the proper audio in place to, to make it sound as nice as Well, as nice as I insist that it be before we put it out, we are set for a little while. So there is no worry for the time being. We will still be in your downloads every Wednesday morning. Those of you who were able to watch last Friday noticed that we did reschedule end of days. Uh, As I had said before, Wes was going to be here for that. He obviously could not make it. So we want to make sure that we can reschedule that when he can be here. But we ended up streaming with the entirety of the cast, both new and old. All seven of us got together and played some Jackbox games. Um, And I actually remembered to download it and put it on YouTube. So if that's something you are interested in watching, uh, you can head over to our YouTube page, which we will start populating as we record things. On April 12th, our plan is still to do the live show at 2 p.m. Eastern. I have been taking this time to work on our stream setup so that we can pipe everybody in. So all of the people who are going to be guests on the show are still able to do it so long as I can figure out how to get their little screen to show up on my screen and then share it with all of you. And so like I had mentioned last week, we will be doing some giveaways. Uh, We'll actually have some new swag available during that time. Uh, So come and join us on Sunday the 12th at 2 p.m. Eastern, uh, where Jake is going to be running us through a special game of Monster of the Week. If you aren't able to watch, uh, we will make sure to download that and put it on our YouTube channel, uh, and then we will also put the audio out as a live episode. For those of you who are part of our Patreon, at the same time that this episode released, we also released the next story for Tales from the Omniverse, where we are playing Fistful of Darkness, which is a hack for Blades in the Dark. It is a Wild West hack, so uh, if you have not yet joined our Patreon and you are interested, you can get access to Hero Salad, Investigate the History, and Tales from the Omniverse, all at the $5 tier. And actually, at the same time that this episode went live, we have opened up four new founder slots, which is the top tier of our Patreon uh, that gets you the swag, that gets you the shirt, that gets you the access to the RSS feed, the monthly AMAs, the GM chat, uh, and it also gets you into a game ran by TAS once a month. So again, that is the founder tier, and there are four of them available as of the time that this episode released. And with that, I'd like to thank our new patrons for the month of March, Alexander Novakodko, Noah P., Smoked Toast, Florent, and Dorian Eason. 
Thank you, everybody, for your support. We're almost up to our two-year anniversary. Uh, we're going to be doing something a little special for that. So thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time to share the show, to rate and review it, to tell people about it. It all really means a lot to us. All of this would be impossible without you, uh, and your word of mouth is our best advertisement. So thank you again for listening to the show, for sharing the show, and for supporting the show. So I hope that you are all well and that you're taking care of yourselves during this time. I'm glad to have you here. I hope you have a great week and it's time to let the recap roll. How long do the wards last? Like if these things attack in earnest, will they break down or can we wait till daylight? I mean, it all depends on what they brought. You know, the wards will, will keep them physically away from it, but if they've got, I don't know, a grenade or a gun or something, that doesn't do shit. Oh my god, I never even considered that. I mean, they're people. Yeah. Oh god, we're gonna have to kill these people. TJ, can you do the portal to the sun thing again? Well, yeah, I mean, but it can't be inside. Just grab them under the armpits and zip them out the back and up onto the top. And I'll create a circle on top of the Chinook and light this place up with the sun. In this second, the you from this world takes over for a minute that you see just this flash of red in your vision and the light mace creates a hole, spins around and is slammed again. And this person falls off the helicopter into the ground and so that this person has been killed and it wasn't even to recharge the gun. Oh, God. You hear the call of a wildcat off in the distance. Oh, Jesus. And back in the shadows, you can see very low these wide yellow eyes and they are just sprinting in your direction you knock on Ori's door and there's a bit of a pause and then the door opens and standing there looking at you is Rachel and she says so Ori says you've got a story to tell me Jake, you are standing in the hallway of the hotel. You have knocked on Ori's door, it has opened, and you have found Rachel standing there waiting for you. Over her shoulder, you can see Ori sitting in a chair, looking kind of abashed inside of the room <laughs> as she steps aside to let you in. Yeah, I, I will step in past her and uh, look at Ori and just mouth narc. But with a big with a big smile on my face. I'm not mad at him. Yeah, he he does kind of chuckle. But then you hear Rachel's footsteps behind you and you can tell that she has looked at him and he goes stoic again. Hey, um, a story. Yes. So I went on a trip to Indianapolis to uh, kill soul bats, uh, but I promised I'd be back for the meeting. And here I am. Oh, I almost just want to tell you to roll manipulate someone off the bat. Um, <laughs> Yes, my understanding is that you went with Tass and TJ. I did, yes, that is true. The same Tass who's been trying to kill you for the last couple of years. Also true. So, why the boys' night out? They had a very convincing idea uh, about how collectively we could end the reign of the soul bat. And that seemed pretty sick to me. And what was it? Well, they think they know what it's, uh, oh, what's the word? Tether. Tether. Yeah, they think they know what it's tether was. But I don't know. We didn't have time to find it before I had to come back here for the meeting. But destroying the tether would just allow you to kill it. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know what the next step was. I mean, I assume it was to kill it. But, you know, any any step along the way, any any step closer to killing the soul bat is a good one, right? Fuck that thing. It's everywhere. We don't want that. So you weren't able to find it and you don't know what the rest of their plan was. I mean, with your permission, I want to go back and help after this. So I don't think it's over. Um, but from what I understand, the plan is find Tether, destroy Tether, destroy the Alpha. You wouldn't be lying to me, would you? 
No. So you won't mind if I check your story? I suppose not. How? Give me your hand. Uh, is this, do, do I know what this is? Yes. What is this? Like, as soon as you have that thought, you know she can read your mind by touch. Hmm. I have a gamble. I think I want to try to use Jinx as she does this. Okay. Roll against the grain. Oh, fair. Fuck, what is against the grain? Cool. Yeah. Seven. Okay, so you can do this. You just have a minus one to it. So roll Jinx. Eleven. Nice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. How many hold does that give you? My pulse, you guys. <laughs> uh, two hold. Okay. So she takes a hold of your hand. Uh, and so I think the first thing I want to do is interfere with what a monster minion or bystander is trying to do. Like I don't want to make it not work. I just want to make it not work right. Uh, how? Nothing but airplane noises in her head. <laughs> just nothing but banana phone playing through my head constantly. <laughs> I mean, I think she just gets like a selection of pieces of my memory. Like they're they're kind of jumbled and it's not, you know, it's like certainly not the piece where we actually get the thing. But like the the visual of us on our way there, the visual of us seeing them everywhere, the vision of me flying away and getting grabbed onto by one of them. But like not us getting it and not us at Grissom. It's like you in the car, you downtown. Yeah, like she can she can see all of the parts that are. Yeah, I was with those two and we went to this spot and we encountered soul bats and we fought like she gets that much, but not the success and. And not the resistance. Ooh, does she get the soul bat vampire? Does she get the cheeseburger in paradise? No, I don't think she gets the cheeseburger in paradise. But yes, I think she does get the soul bat vampire. I will say this. I think you have to be careful with how much you hide. Or it won't make a clear line. And it won't be enough time. Like it'll be like, you've shown me half a day out of the 24 hours you've been gone. So like, let's say that what are the things specifically you want to hide from her? Because if it's like eight of the 10 plot points, I don't know that that'll, that'll work. I think finding the Macbeth. Um, so like being in that building and fighting the thing, all of that is fine. But the actually like uncovering it and squirreling it away is hidden. Mm -hmm. Them going inside the cheeseburger in paradise. So even going to the cheeseburger in paradise and me being outside of it and all that, that could be okay. And the inside of the helicopter at Grissom. So like even going to Grissom and having the standoff with the soul bats there is all right. As long as she doesn't see that there's human resistance there. Yeah, we already know that it's compromised. So, you know, they're not going to be sticking around there after the next day anyway yeah so as she takes your hand the camera is very tight in on the two hands coming together and we see this little bit of magical energy almost like it's blocking parts of your palm for making contact with her and it's keeping out certain memories or chunks of memories but you have left enough in that it seems like a complete image that you met up with them you got in the car you drove there went to Tass's place looked around downtown a little bit went up north came back to Indianapolis, somehow got into the IPT, and then escaped. And as she is seeing all of these things, I think you see them reflected in her eyes as she's reading them. And she lets go and takes a step back. That vampire, they're trying to force a bond. Yeah, and I think they're close. This is very dangerous. If they had the ability to, to take us over, that place has to be destroyed. Any research that they had. I mean, you killed 
those doing the research, I don't know how many more may know about it, how compartmentalized it's so difficult to know what they're doing because they are this entity, but they're also this person. And it's hard to know when which one is in control. Shit. And she sits down on the bed. There's a lot of fumbling in what you showed me. Accidental portals, but there's no plan other than to find the tether. What do you mean? You mean like as far as how will we destroy it once we find it? That doesn't seem nearly as important as the research its spawn are doing. I mean, yeah, what what they're doing is important, but I think it's it's important to... Oh my god. Oh, oh, see, this has already worked. We know this has already worked because Nash is a vampire that has been bound to the soul bat this whole time. Oh my god. Well, when you say it out loud, <laughs> I yeah, wow, we just think of Nash as just like just like a menacing dude. A menacing dude, but yeah, he's a total vampire. I mean, and I we don't know that he's like we don't know that it worked like without a hitch. Okay, so the little guys that they're trying go crazy and they die. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, so he's still alive. Maybe crazy, though. Maybe, maybe crazy, though. Oh, God. But clearly there's something specific about him. Yeah. That allowed this to work, because if it wasn't him, if they just figured out the process, we would have just watched it work on another vampire, probably. Right. Um. I guess I'm going to say that to Rachel. I will say, like. Yeah, but the big one is already a bonded vampire. Wait, what do you mean? I thought it was some low-level wizard or something. No, it's... Does the name Gregory Nash, does that sound like anyone to you? Do you know that person? Yeah, I think I maybe met him... 30 or 40 years ago, but he was just, he was really just some nobody. That's all I've heard too, but he's the one that's in there. It, I think it killed the wizard and it took him instead somehow. It changed hosts? Yeah, from what I understand. I don't suppose you came back with any good news. <laughs> uh, I, no, I didn't come back with any concrete good news. I came back with information. Information means leads, leads mean action. So I guess all I came back with is the hope that we can pull this off. So do we tell the council? I don't know. Because, I mean, on, on the one hand, like, it'd be good to, to have everyone know and maybe be able to mobilize against this threat together. But on the other hand, I don't know that we've off-balanced it enough to win. And I would hate to get the council into a frenzy where either they feel like they need to go in and do something about it and it goes bad, or they feel like they can't do anything about it yet. So I think that for now, let me and the other two try and figure this out, at least make a dent in its armor, and then we can tell the council... And make moves against the soul bats. So you're just going to give it this next week while we're in meetings here to shore up whatever it's doing? Did I realize that I had to be here for a whole week? Yeah. Will I be able to leave again after meeting one for like another night or something? Not for another night, no. Like this is kind of the, like think of it like a convention. Like this is the beginning of the... Oh, shit. No, no, I sure don't want to give it a week. You think that's our best option? Tell the council so we can deal with this sooner rather than later? It's the only one I've got in my head. Ori, he's just this whole time been sitting in this chair listening. I don't know. It seems like a big group could be a bad thing. Like you get a whole lot of people there trying to deal with a thing. I mean, this is you're talking about war. Like this is the beginning of what they're probably here to try to plan anyway, just without the plan. 
Yeah, that's kind of what I'm afraid of. But if we just let them keep working while we're here, while we're planning, especially if you saw one, that thing was inside of that vampire. I don't know what qualifies them as bonding, but if something was living inside of my guts, I'd think I was pretty bonded with it. I mean, you saw it got inside of me for a second, but I'm still me. I mean, I guess maybe we... We either all take off so they can't know where any of us are, or we go talk to them. I don't know, because on the one hand, I feel like if we go talk to, you know, the next person up in the chain, it's just more red tape. We have to have the conversation with them that I'm having with you now, and then make the decision about going up the ladder again, and then have to explain it to the next person. Like, we're going to be wasting more time involuntarily just getting this across to everybody right now. But I I don't want to... I, I wish I didn't have to involve you guys in this either way. You know, I appreciate both of you and I'm I'm sorry for just taking off, but I knew that if, th- if things went sideways, if we were wrong, I didn't want you dragged into it. And now you know what I know and we have to make this decision and you're 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 dragged into it now. I, I didn't want you to be. But if you come along, yeah, we're all missing. We're not here to represent our house. Our people will pay. Our small group will suffer if we are all not here. And if we are all here, all of vampire kind will suffer. So is taking this to those above us the fastest way then, as opposed to sitting through these all these meetings? I think the fastest way is that all three of us dip back out of here. Go cover some ground. Go figure some shit out. Go start putting a stop to this. And the rest of the council can catch up later when we have absolute irrefutable progress. All right. As long as we all know the fallout, at least the three of us will take. You are not selected to be the leader and a voice of the house and not show up without dire punishment. And I don't, I don't want that for the two of you. I think the two of you should stay and I don't expect you to lie for me. I can't. Well, then you can rat me out at your leisure. No, I mean, they'll know everything that we have said between us, just like I knew everything that you had done. Once they make the link with you. Correct. When would that be? As soon as I hesitate to say why you're not in your seat at one o'clock. Yeah. Adversely, if they come with us, they're going to know you are lying about some things. <laughs> yeah, I know. And you're going to try to kill them. Yep. Um... Okay, that's fine. Give me any head start to get back, and all they can do is chase me into this Soulbat territory. And if it's worth it to them, then it's worth it to them. And if it's not, then I get to make some progress and do good for all of us. I'm willing to suffer for this. I'm willing to suffer the fallout for this. You don't have to. I don't think it's you they'll be chasing. It's the knowledge that the Soulbats have almost figured out how to control us. But that's fine. If they want to pursue this, I want everyone to have a plan and take action. But we can't afford to waste the time convincing everybody of it. I'll get back out there. I'll go back to the other two. I'll start doing what I can. And you can tell on me. I would encourage it. Give them that information. And then it's not just that I'm a no-show. Even if they're mad at me, they know what's going on. And while they know what's going on, I'm already working on it. All right. Smell you later. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry to have dragged you into this this way, but I'm boy am I glad that you know and glad that something will start getting done about this. I wish you would have told us from the start. Well, I only found out last night, so I don't mean tell me what you've found out, just that you are leaving. I'm sorry. 
I just, I had the same reasoning, you know, that I kind of have now. Just, I didn't want to risk wasting any time. It was too important to get moving before everything went to hell. And she nods, gets up, and walks out of the room. So it's just me and Ori? Yeah. I will tell you that if for some reason you end up having to come after me, keep your distance from Tass. We have reached a precarious truce, but he's still a monster killer. Ouch. He is not a forgiving fellow. No, more so that you called me a monster. (laughs) (laughs) I don't feel like I know you the last couple of times I've talked to you. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't blame you. I'm sorry if you feel like I'm not the person that you know and trust, but boy, I'm trying to be. Yeah, I don't think you get much trust by keeping secrets. Well, you're not wrong. I think you got some place to be. And he turns away and looks out the window. Okay, I'll step out of the room. And um, I guess before I head back, I'm going to go grab my big old sword out of my room, strap it on my back, and then out the window I go into the night sky. Actually, into the daylight. It's about 10 a.m. now as this wraps up because you got here around 9.30. So you start heading back to Indianapolis. Tass and TJ, you have spent the remainder of the previous night working. You now have these daylight hours. Um, Tass, you were hunting to try to charge the gun some more. The option is you can roll to find something bigger and do it faster, or you'll just burn hours of the day just based off of the sheer amount of time that you have to spend doing it. Even if you're just going around and killing groundhogs, um, you know, you can do that long enough to, to charge the gun, unless you specifically want to try to hunt something to try to free up hours of your day. I think I'm just going to do it safe here. I am not exactly needed for anything specific specific with rebuilding stuff and all that. So I'll just play safe. So it's about one o'clock when everybody takes a break for lunch and Jake arrives back. Well, how'd it go? Not, not excellent. Um, I did not stick around for the meeting, as you might have guessed, what with me being back already. Had a conversation with Rachel and Ori. They know the whole quest. They know what we're going for. They know about Soulbat vampires. That's fine. They don't know about us finding the tether, and they don't know about anyone here. So that's good. But kind of with their approval, I bailed before the thing I'm supposed to do, and they're going to rat on me, which means that everyone's going to know what's going on here in like the whole vampire hierarchy, which could be good if they somehow like rapidly mobilize and they start fighting soul bats that could at least keep them off of us to some degree, but could also be real bad. One, because they might kill everybody that's in one. And two, because if they win, it's just a vampire world instead of a soul bat world. Right. But it was the only way for me to not end up there for another week and to not just have to explain or be mind read by everyone up the food chain for me, which is, let me count, everyone else in the vampire hierarchy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I'm just glad you got out of there safe. And look what I managed to get out with. And I tap the the hilt of my very big sword. Nice. Yeah. Decided to use this. Well, okay. Then I guess game on as usual here. Yeah. I, I don't know how fast they might be on us or anything, but I think the plan is the same for now. All right. We'll just have to stay frosty and maybe potentially if they do act quickly... You're right. That could be like some kind of distraction that we could use. Uh, I'm going to pull out my phone. Do I, do I turn off location tracking or not? Because they know I'm AWOL now, so they wouldn't question it if I turned it off. Like everyone knows what's up, but I don't know if it might be handy if they're able to find me at some point. I'd say leave it off for now. And if it gets into a situation that we're feeling the crunch a little, then maybe flip it back on. Okay. I will. I will kill. Find my iPhone. So that they can't track me. (laughs) Okay. 
So is there anything that you all want to do in addition to, you know, the prep that you're already doing? You know, they are pretty committed to working full day on this helicopter and this jet to get them both working. At some point later today, they'll test them before you all have decided to try to move on into the countryside. Um, but I think that preparation wise, you'll all have a couple of free hours before it would be time to to take off. Obviously, you know, at some point you're going to want to rest, whether that's actually at night or um, during the day, but... Uh, I know it's kind of a dangerous suggestion, but I would bring up trying to spot... where exactly the hammer is still in the Halifax and, you know, any of those other spots that we were hoping to get intel on. It didn't go great for us last time exactly, but in a very real sense, it did. It did go great. That is, I guess, too, I don't know how much preparation TJ is doing for the whole spell thing, if he can even get away for that. Yeah, I mean, really, it takes five, ten minutes to do these check-ins, um, so he would definitely have time to do that before. Cool, cool, cool. cool. I, I am, I would say reasonably afraid of it going wrong again Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but i suppose it's a risk worth taking Mm -hmm, question mark (laughs) i I mean if you don't agree that's fair no i mean i want to see it i want to know like we have a good idea well seems like we have a good idea of what's going on in there but boy howdy are we wrong more often than we're right so Mm -hmm. i'd love to I'd love to look at it. I think it's worthwhile. That should be step one, because if something does go wrong, then at least we've got time to deal with it. Yeah, that's true. Yep. So um, I'm going to get up and I'm going to go outside and start making my circle uh, maybe about 100 feet away from the uh, the Chinook. Okay. Which part do we want to look at first? With the, with the hammers on the stage, I think we want to see that area. And then we thought about looking at the back door by the green room, but that was when we didn't know if the Macbeth was there. Yeah. That was kind of our way out. Right. All we need there now is maybe the hammer and, and the big guy. And our way down to the... Ley line, yeah. Yeah. We have no real way of knowing exactly where he'll be. So that's either check every damn room until we see him or hope he's in one of the two places that we know we want to look. And who's to say he'll stay in one room anyway? No, right. Yeah, I think it's just more to get eyes and see, you know, what exactly we're going to deal with. Sure. I mean, the dome's going to be the closest thing to... Well, to both of them, right? The dome would be the closest entrance to the hammer and to the ley line chamber. Yeah. So first we look at just the stage area. Sure. Um, Do you want the whole house or do you just want above stage? Where do you want it? I think I want like kind of a top down view from the dome. Okay. Because that's where at least I will probably be coming in in a jet. (laughs) So. All right. We'll use magic untenable that's a five with that snake eyes i just rolled my god hey good news though buddy i just leveled up you did oh what are you gonna take a train to california (laughs) (laughs) i think i'm gonna go ahead and take could have been worse what's that when you miss a use magic roll (laughs) oh like what just happened yeah Why would this prompt you to take that? I don't know. You can choose one of the following options instead of losing control of the magic. So uh, one of the options is called fizzle. The preparations and materials for the spell are ruined. You'll have to start over from scratch with the prep time doubled. But at least you get to try it again, I think, is what Mm, they're they're saying on that. And then uh, this is going to suck is the other option. The effect happens, but you trigger all of the listed glitches, but one. Oh my God. <laughs> and I get to pick the one I avoid. All right. 
in his short-sightedness, he just always avoids taking the minus one harm. He's like, oh no, everything else can go wrong, but I'll be damned if this is going to hurt me. <laughs> Every time he doesn't pick that, he's got to roll against the grain. <laughs> so TJ, you set out this circle and go to do this viewing. And again, the magic gets away from you and you feel the energy that you are channeling out go into the earth. And instead of going into the lines you have carved in the dirt, it starts to run through the cracks of the earth. And you see all of this energy streak towards the Chinook and arc up and climb around it. And all of the glyphs around the door and on the blade start to pop and explode. Uh, no. What the hell was that? I, I don't know. I lost control somehow. I Like it was too much or something. I don't know. Maybe it's distance. I don't know. So uh, what the fuck was that now? Guys, don't tell him it was me. I already have my hand up pointing at him. <laughs> TJ screwed up the magic. I'm sorry. Yeah, it seems everything in here that was uh, glyphed or ruined seems to be ruined. I wanted it to be ruined. <laughs> now it's ruined. Sometimes I can't tell what's just your folksy accent. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, it, it should be okay. Like, we're relatively safe during the day. Maybe we can look at resetting everything once we get moved and night falls. How long does it take to... How long would it take to redraw all of that? Well, it's not so much the redrawn. It was storing the energy inside of this old thing. Oh, shit. So I just killed the battery to the Chinook? Well, a magical battery. It didn't have a much of a real battery, but just to run the lights and whatnot. Uh, hopefully it'll be okay. I mean, in theory, we'll be gone by nightfall anyway, so... Oh, yeah. In theory. Everything's been going to plan so far. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess, though, that we need to move everything of importance out of that helicopter now because it's not going to be safe and we're not going to be around. Yeah. I wish I still had a pocket dimension. Huh. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll get to work on that. I mean, it was going to have to happen one way or another anyway. So many of these things already knew where the place was. I mean, granted, they weren't able to get in there, but they might have been able to after a while. So we'll get that stuff and just take it with us tonight and... Hey, by tomorrow, problem's going to be solved anyway, right? Uh, we can grab some of the important things out of here, but this is an awful big space. Uh, the helicopter don't got a whole lot of room in it once we get the bodies in. By bodies, I mean people. <laughs> <laughs> All these dead bodies I had hidden under the floorboards in the Chinook. <laughs> yeah, once we get the bodies in, he just kicks away a false panel in the wall and corpses roll. Every out. single one of these has got a special memory attached to them. <laughs> I'm not leaving these behind. I'd sooner leave you behind. <laughs> I hate this. This went so bad. <laughs> yeah, I suppose we'll take some time to pick and choose what we want to take with us tonight. Yeah, let's just prioritize whatever can't be found and, and we'll just we'll do what we can, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, too. I, I sometimes get ahead of myself when I got the powers and... And I don't know, sometimes it gets away from me. That's all right. I wasn't expecting to stay long in this thing anyway. But you know what? Could have been worse. Fucking how? <laughs> you just destroyed the magical protection on our home. You've crippled the resistance. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and TJ's head, as soon as he said that, there was like that Looney Tunes closing window in front of him, and he's still just standing there shrugging. <laughs> yeah. As Nine he's being people just staring at yeah, as he's being <laughs> lambasted by Everett. <laughs> well, do we risk taking another stab at this because we are not having a great track record on the viewing windows? I think I'm just standing there sheepishly, kind of looking at TJ. I mean, what are the chances you do that twice in a row? I don't know. 
it seems to just scale with the importance of the thing we're trying to look at. <laughs> the more important it is, the more likely it is to go wrong. Yeah. Maybe go a little bit further away from the things we're working on. Yeah, let's like get out towards the tree line. All right, um, I'll start making my way further on past the, the tree line or past the fence line or whatever. Off the property. End of the laneway, don't come off the property. That's right. <laughs> all right, so you all head out uh, towards Tass's old hedgehog hunting ground. <laughs> <laughs> and TJ starts to lay this out again. Uh, where are you trying to see this time? Or are you just trying to see the same place again? Yeah, I think the same place. That was the original plan. Okay, we'll use magic. Okay. Eight. All right, what's your glitch? The effect is weakened. So you open up this window to see into the Halifax Theater, and you are opening it from the point of view of the dome. And the weakened state of it is that you are actually opening it from the actual point of the dome, so that when you are looking through, you can see just a little bit of the stage, a lot of the seats, and the aisle. And then you can also see some of the frame of the dome, as if you were laying on top of the dome outside, just looking straight down so you're not seeing the full span of the area you're hoping to see gotcha it's it's almost like a, a picture that's got a black frame around it or yes something. and the frame is the border of the dome right where it attaches to the ceiling uh of the part of the stage that i see do i see the the hammer so roll investigate a mystery to see what all is going on inside of this dark theater uh, another eight okay you get a hold one what is being concealed here in the darkness of the theater, you see something moving around, just a form. And every now and then, the room seems to be illuminated by a pulse of light. It's a bright blue light. And every time it hits, you can see that there's this maybe six and a half, seven foot soul bat on its hands and its feet crawling around very fast and when it gets hit by this light it lets out a roar and you can actually see some shadows moving around right at the exterior of the frame of vision and so i think the thing that's being concealed here is that you can tell that on the ledge of the dome that you all stood on to climb outside you know there's a lip that goes around there it seems like there are soul bats up there monitoring what's going on down inside the theater. And that every time that pulse of light happens, the larger soul bat below lets out a roar and it seems to be frustrated and agitated. And it keeps moving and ducking behind chairs, but coming out again and getting hit by this light. And the light doesn't seem to be happening on a regular interval. Jake, does that light seem like your hammer? It does. Yeah, it seems like it is like activated or it's protecting itself or something. Are they somehow using it? Like, are they corralling the big one somehow? It's outside of the waves of light, right? No, it's getting hit by them, like in the theater. It almost seems like it's trapped inside there. But going off of what Tass says, like, it seems like, I don't know, it seems like the other soul bats on the outskirts of the, the dome are just watching it. Yeah, they're like monitoring it somehow. I don't understand why, unless you're right, Jake, and like, he did go crazy or something. So like, he went crazy and what? The rest of them are watching him out of curiosity? Or like, they don't like him anymore because he's unstable. That's what I'm thinking. Like they're watching him cautiously to see if he's going to get away or even get a hold of the hammer or the light somehow. I don't know. 
yeah, I don't understand this. I don't know if he's trying to get the hammer, like in the hopes that it'll purify him, or if like maybe the rest of the soul bats are keeping him there on purpose. Maybe they don't answer to him. Yeah, maybe they just need him to keep replicating. Well, do we want to see if we can see the ley line? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's not going to... I don't know why I was about to say that it's not going to raise any more questions. It's almost certainly going to raise more questions. But whatever, knowledge is power. Okay, I want to close down this window and reinvigorate another one. Reinvigorate? That's not how magic works. Are you trying to see the room that the ley line is in? Are you trying to see the door? Originally, we had talked about the hallway leading to the ley line. I guess we should start there. Okay, and then maybe make our way to the ley line to see whatever happens. Yeah, to see if there's like something eating it. You know, magic yeah. and ley lines. <laughs> you know how they eat it? Yeah. 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 All right, we'll use magic. Okay. Oof. That's a seven. All right. Oh my God. What's your glitch? That scared me for a second. I think it's going to be of short duration this time. All right. So you cast this again and a window opens up and you see the hallway where, you know, the hidden door was that led down to the ley line inside this hallway. It is very dark, but you can see the shadows of things moving around and you can see a little flickering light. Uh, Roll investigative mystery as you look through here to try to get a sense of what's going on. Four. So as you look through this room, again, that strange low pulse of blue light ripples through and illuminates the room that you're looking into. And as this blue light ripples through the room, you can just barely make out bars like it's rippling through bars as it's passing from the stage into this hallway. And you see two more soul bats in heavy armor sitting on benches. And one of them has like a phone out and the other one's reading a book. They're just sitting here. Seems like they're guarding. But the main thing that you notice is that as this blue washes over the room, the wall where you expect to see a door is simply a brick wall. The Crit Show is a Crit Show Studios production, edited and produced by Brandon Wentz with music by Jake Purley. You can find more information about us at thecritshowpodcast.com. To keep up to date with upcoming live shows, contests, and other special events, follow us at The Crit Show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For even more weekly content, join us at patreon.com slash thecritshow. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Forgive me, Father. For I have sinned. It's been six months. Since my last confession. What would you like to confess today? I have decades of failings I could recap here. Today, I want to confess the worst thing I've ever done. Uh, okay. Uh, lots to unpack here. I can be kind of a crap husband. I took eight years of my life and lit it on fire in a matter of five hours. So I did what any self-respecting father would do. I, um, <laughs> lightly dosed his Gatorade with a powerful laxative. And I guess sorry for making out in the confessional. Since confession is about talking to God, I felt he had a right to know what you've done. What I've done? What did I do? Are you kidding? Do you love Emily? What the hell kind of question is that? Well, you're not going to absolve me? 
That's the whole point. Please leave the sacrament to the professional. Where do you get off talking to me like this? <clears throat> Excuse me? What the f- Who is there? Forgive me. A comedy podcast from Rogue Dialogue.